Starting is everything when it comes to fitness. You guys know I took a big break from working out last year because it can just get to be too much sometimes. And then it can be very scary to start again. But with Peloton, Peloton helps you start no matter what level you're at. And that's why I love it because I I do start from zero quite frequently. And that's okay. Wherever you're starting, there's thousands of classes to get you moving. Whether that's beginner or advanced rides, feel-good live DJ rides, or artist-themed rides, they've got something for you. Peloton bike instructors keep you motivated from day one. They'll show you the basics, help take the guesswork out of your workout, and encourage you to build from there. Peloton entertainment keeps you moving. Watch your favorite TV shows and live sports as you ride, perfect for those days when you don't want to miss a thing. Wherever you're starting, get moving with a Peloton bike or Bike Plus rental at www.onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. Terms apply. Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans, plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is is a boost all right. I love that. Look for Smart Energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Costco. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show us how Smart Energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. Have you heard about Roback Activewear? Well, let me introduce you. You may have seen that subtle dog logo on your man's polos, hoodies, or Q-zips, but now Roback is growing their women's line. They strive for the best fit and best feel. I am so glad that Roback is now doing women's wear as well because they really have it down when it comes to super soft athletic wear that is just the cutest ever and so, so, so comfortable. You know me, I'm all about comfort. I'm all about feeling cozy while on the go and I am always on the go. So go Roback. We love that you're in women's wear now. It's 2024. The spring's coming and ladies, it's time to check out Roback for yourself. So use the code tanks on Roback.com for a a generous 20% off your first order for all hoodies, joggers, skorts, and more. That's spelled R-H-O-B-A-C-K.com. That's 20% off with the code TINKS. Good morning, guys. Welcome back to It's Me Tanks. I missed you. I missed you. I was in France last week. I didn't record at all, apart from that one time in the uh, airport hotel under duress. I just, guys, I just came in. I feel really guilty. I bit the team's head off again about the video clips of my podcast because, again, I mean, you see them on Instagram and TikTok all the time. People really use those to promote their shows. We cannot get the angle right. And it's just, it's actually very apt for what I want to talk about with you today because it's self-image. And, and you guys know I'm pretty, I'm pretty good about looking ugly on the internet, but this is just, it's too far. It's like up my chin. And I was like, guys, everybody else's podcast has a really nice, like, angle and studio. And they were like, it's seven in the morning, Tinks. Like, can we have a meeting about this after? I feel guilty. Um, today was my first, and I was late. And I'll tell you why. It's a good reason. 
Today was my first day of taking my cup to Starbucks to get my coffee in it. And so you can't order ahead. You got to go do the whole line, the thing, whatever. Because I read an article and sometimes this is how it goes, guys. I read an article about microplastics and single use plastics and about how you know, even in one of the ad reads I do for the show, it says like 90% of plastics can't be recycled or something. I have decided that I want to, as much as possible, rid plastic from my life in a real way. Don't ask me why this article hit me in a certain way or whatever, but I'm going to, I really want to make a big push. And so I get hot coffee, so I don't, I, it's the cardboard one, but then still, I feel like the coating on the inside of those cups is like, what is it? It seems weird. We shouldn't be doing that to ourselves. So I brought my cup. But again, then that takes like a whole 10 minutes. It's it's so annoying because I feel like in life, well, the way that humans have created life now, the harder, th- the, the, the good thing is the harder thing or the more expensive thing. And that's, I don't know if that's by design, by some fucked up design from, I don't know, big companies or the government or whatever. But, you know, th- think about eating, right? It's so much easier for people to go get fast food than it is for them to get healthy food and cheaper. That's fucked up. When a Big Mac is less expensive than like a punnet of strawberries, you know we've done fucked up and we have. Anyway, so this is my this is my first step is to take my cup every day to get coffee because, yeah, I get coffee every day. Sue me. Take me away. If you guys have any other practical tips, I want to know. But practical. None of this like. You know, because again, it has to be easy. When I, and when I read that habit book, Atomic Habits, mainly, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you need to read it. I feel like you could, someone could probably condense it for you. Maybe that person is me. But basically, he talks about just making things easy. So one thing that I've done lately is just having ingredients in my house to cook. That was a big change I made. And, and that was also environmental too, because I'm a big Postmates gal. But anyway, the guy, I think his name is James Clear, who wrote that book. He says, if, if it's right in front of you, like if, it makes, if, it make, if you make it easy, you're more likely to do it. That's why for me, I lie out my clothes the night before for my workout. Then it's one thing that's done. Um, that's why I started to just have groceries in my house. And then if I'm hungry, I can just make something I don't order it. And it's actually working. You guys have been seeing that I've been cooking more and more. And it's actually working. So I got extra ESWBs. I I have the same one, but with a different lid. And I just keep them in my car now. And I'm just going to do it. But again, it's annoying. It takes 10 minutes. It's just like companies make it so easy for us to just consume, consume, consume. And Lauren and I were actually talking about the difference in pace in life between Europe and America. I know it's so annoying when people come back from Europe and they have all these hot takes like shut the fuck up. I get it. But even in Paris, which is a bustling metropolis, people take their time. And Lauren and I find, found ourselves almost getting annoyed by it. We were like there's no hustle here. They're not walking fast enough. They're not bringing our coffee fast enough. Why do they need to do that? We've created this life in America where it's like rush, 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 fast, 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 order your coffee ahead so that you don't have to do anything like that. And we think we're being so efficient. We think we're being so, you know, hustle culture, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I don't know if it's more effective and efficient. I think haste makes waste sometimes. I'll give you another example. I obviously am in a cunty mood lately because I was planning to send some big text to my wider team, you know, everybody being like, guys, like, 
why is everyone taking so long to respond to emails on all these projects, blah, 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 blah. And then I realized like, it's July. People, LA is dead. People, entertainment is very quiet right now. Things take time. Like what, what do I need to rush about? Okay. I'm not a heart surgeon. I'm not doing anything important. I'm working on projects that I'm passionate about, but it's summer. And if people take two days to respond to an email instead of one, that's okay, Tanks. And it's crazy because I am vehemently against hustle culture, but I do find myself swept into it sometimes. I really do. I really do feel um, swept up in it and, and like I have to be on all the time. And, you know, I'm going on this trip in a couple weeks and I'm taking, I'm going to take two weeks off. And I'm really nervous because I, I mean, that being said, I'm still going to obviously post. So not fully, but, but I'm really going to try to not do email and that kind of thing. And I haven't done that in many years. And I'm just, I, I'm kind of nervous. The thing about hustle culture is it doesn't, again, it's not effective. Like I, my heart breaks when, when I get emails and texts or DMs from you guys and, and you're like, I just like, I don't have any time for myself. Like I, you know, I'm working all the time and working hard is amazing, but you got to work smart, not hard. How we got from Starbucks cups to this, I'll never know, but there we go. That's probably why I have a podcast. (laughs) Um, but so I've got my cup. If you, if you have any other practical tips, oh, that's what I was. Cause I was saying, don't, don't tell me to get some you know, expensive composting system, because I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not going to do that. I'm not. Um, but, you know, small things. And like, I'm never, ever going to have a plastic water bottle again. And I told Lauren that in the airport and she was like, okay, well, good luck when you're out and about. And then I found in France, they had boxed water. I mean, we have that here too, but I wish that that was more readily available. So I'm never, I'm, I'm just, this is a big thing for me. I'm going to start small, honestly. Maybe it's just with the coffee and the water bottles. I mean, I already have the ESWB, but I mean, really like, you know, sometimes I'll be out and I'll break. I'll buy a water bottle because I, I need one, whatever. No more. I'm going to stock my car with ESWBs and almost anywhere you are, you can refill your water bottle. And like, you know, I travel with them. You can take them. They have refill refilling stations in the airport now. If you ask them on the plane, they'll kindly do it for you. And then you have it with you. It's honestly, you got to travel with it. And then again, emotionally supports you. So I'm going to start small. I'm going to do this coffee thing. And it's going to teach me to be mindful about my time and leave on time. And we're going to go from there. Costa Rica was such a transformative trip for me, you guys. I stayed in an Airbnb with all of my best friends. And as you've been hearing me talk about it on the pod, you know that it was just the best trip of my life. We all stayed in this gorgeous Airbnb. It overlooked the ocean. It was in the mountains and it was actually big enough to hold all 10 of us. I am obsessed with Airbnb as a side hustle because you can just be helping to pay for your vacation while you're literally on your vacation. While you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are many people who've never thought about it or didn't realize their space could even be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and is a great way to earn some extra money. So if you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So I have three best friends getting married this year and they are all 
telling me constantly how much work it is. I mean, it is a serious undergoing to plan a wedding. It can be very stressful. There's so many elements and you want to try and enjoy yourself. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From free planning tools like a customizable checklist and website to a venue and vendor discovery tool that matches with your dream team. Everything on Zola is designed to make your wedding journey as easy as possible. So I know that a couple of my friends are actually using Zola this year. And I know that because I've spoken to them about it and they've said how easy it is and how it's all streamlined and in one place. And I've even bought gifts off of Zola wedding registries. And I love that. The Virgo in me is obsessed with all the lists and how organized it is. Chef's kiss, Zola. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Rich, full love exists within all of us. We all contain multitudes and layers of beautiful love and wearing a locket can help symbolize that. Pandora is bringing back a beloved and iconic piece of jewelry, the locket. No matter what you choose to keep inside it, you can always keep it close to your heart. Plus, inside the locket is the engraved message, today, tomorrow, always, to remind you that love is in everything you do. The back is blank for your own engraving. Pandora's new infinity chain design also makes the perfect partner for the new locket dangle charms. Each link on the chain is shaped like a slightly twisted infinity loop, symbolizing everlasting love. Don't forget, Pandora offers so much more than just charms. You can shop rings, necklaces, earrings, and bracelets too. At Pandora, you'll find jewelry perfect for any style with each piece expertly crafted and hand-finished in genuine metals. Shop now at a store near you or online at pandora.net. So I have been obsessed with Osea for a while, basically since I moved to LA and I got introduced to the family and I got introduced to all the products. I love the story behind it because it makes it feel really authentic. You can tell that there's so much love in every product. And I just love that I can trust absolutely everything that they put out. Because if you're going to slather something all over your body, you want it to be clinically proven. You want it to be all the things so clean, vegan, etc. And from the earth, I just love that every product is infused with products from straight from the earth and the ocean because it makes me feel like a mermaid. Glow from the inside out with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code TINKS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code TINKS for 10% off. Way's new anti-frizz cream provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours plus heat protection up to 450 degrees. It helps reduce and repair split ends while quenching dry hair with intense hydration. You guys know I am frizz central and proud of it and proud of it, but I always need a little frizz help. I mean, seriously, like you should see my hair when I come out of the shower. I trust Way with my hair because their products actually work. I have been such a longtime fan. And I think the fact that I have been using Way since, oh God, I don't know, four or five years really, really is a testament to how good their products work. So I cannot wait to get stuck into this anti-frizz cream. I really think they made it for me. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter promo code MEETANKS for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com promo code MEETANKS. This weekend, I 
mainly chilled. I watched, oh my God, this, you guys told me not to watch it. I, I watched it anyway. The Girl in the Picture on Netflix. Oh my God. Do not watch this if you are in, if you're even close to a wobbly or a menti B, do not watch this because it will send you over the motherfucking edge. This show, I couldn't believe it was real because it was, the story is so sad and has so many twists and turns. It doesn't seem real. It seems like a sick, twisted movie that they that they came up with. It's unfathomable how awful it is. You know, typical Netflix, like true crime. I was thinking to myself, like, who is the guy who scouts those stories? What's he like? I, I got to meet him or her. I got to meet them because that is the most funny job to me. They just like they've got their ear to the ground. Like, what's fucked up today? Any murders? Any abductions? Oh, this family was living in a basement for 12 years. Let me go talk to them. Let me go. Let me go pull that thread. Oh, you know, this guy kept his kid chained to a radiator. Let me let me go see if I can make a documentary about him. That person's job has got to be wild. They have to be able to disassociate. I I expect because I wanted to dis- disassociate after watching the documentary yesterday because it was so, so intense. I would be lying if I said I didn't enjoy true crime you know, I enjoy like a fucked up documentary, but that one was whew, shish kebab. I think the most fucked up documentary that I've ever seen or that sticks in my mind a lot that me and my best friend Coco watched one um, Sunday afternoon when, when we were in our young 20s drinking a bottle of wine uh, was Capturing the Freedmans. And if you haven't seen that, buckle up. It is crazy. It's really crazy. Um, so I watched it and then that put me in a bit of a funk. So I had to watch Love Island for five hours straight. Do you guys have to do that too? Before you go to sleep, you have to like cleanse your brain a little bit. I can't end on a bad show ever. Um, I already have nightmares every night. Are you joking me? If I watched a bad show, it would, I would be screwed. So I'm almost caught up on Love Island and when I am, I will give you a state of the union. I was so I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm annoyed that I let you guys make me stop watching in real time because you were like, no, we don't want spoilers. I should have looked out for myself and watched it in real time. Okay, that I should have done that. And I regret that decision. Sometimes you got to look out for yourself. (laughs) Um, Okay, and then the thing that I want to talk about today is obviously, if you already saw my Instagram, you saw I had a big old mental breakdown on Saturday night. To me, there are two specific meltdowns maybe three, that is a universal experience, okay? Number one, the pre-date meltdown, when you just, all of a sudden, you look at the clock and you're like, I I don't want to go. I can't do this. I don't want to go. Okay, that's one. The second one, the changing room meltdown. We've all had it. You are looking at yourself in that fucking lighting. They're knocking on your door. Do you need another size? You've got some fucking dress twisted around your waist, stuck. Um, that's number two. And number three is the I have nothing to wear meltdown. And that is the one that struck me down on Saturday night. Okay. No, there was nothing wrong. I was completely fine. Did my makeup really, I, I did it well, honestly. Um, and then I started to look at my closet and I was like, okay, I'm going to see a bunch of Stanford people tonight. Easy night, not, not nothing crazy. And slowly but surely, I just tried one thing on at a time and nothing nothing was working and then you know the pile the pile starts to form the pile on the floor or if you're lucky a chair or the bed of discarded clothes that you have deemed unworthy and you look at the clock and and 
time is just going fucking light speed. You had an hour. Now you're 10 minutes late all of a sudden. And you're thinking about, you know, you're late, you're late. Just pick something, just pick something. No, it doesn't look right. Why does nothing look right? It is literally your mind is attacking you. And it's really stressful. And it really just gets to you. Now, um, a couple of you were like, are you on your period? And I was, in fact, on my period. And that is just another fun thing that we have to contend with, right? Just another fun thing. And sometimes I like, I get scared to talk about how bad periods are because I don't want anyone to think we're weak. How silly is that? Like, I don't want, I don't want them to know what we deal with every month. I don't know. That's, that's just how my brain works sometimes. I'm like, oh, I'm completely fine. But because I'm pretty sure no straight guys are listening to this, it's awful. It's awful. I've, I've talked about it before on the pod, but like for those of us who really struggle, and I think all of us do in some way or another, one of the symptoms really gets to us. My periods are so bad. I, I gain, you guys know I don't weigh myself, but I gain what I feel to be six to nine pounds every time. I my brain attacks me, tells me everything is wrong. I'm very tearful. Um, I feel sick. I like can't walk without my all complete. And I really don't like taking pills. And I'm, I'm telling you guys, I, I'm not able to live my life without my all complete during those couple days. Um, and you just feel disgusting. Like all you want to do is lie in your bed and cry. And, and, and then you have to go do everything else that we have to deal with. Uh, so it's just, it's the panic. So what do we do in this situation? What do we do? You have to, you have to just like de-escalate. Like I don't have the full answer. I don't have a tip or trick or a funny rule for this one. For me, I just say to myself, this is not you. Like even if I wasn't on my period, I would say to myself, this is your brain attacking you. And not everything we think is true. That's a really good it's not a mantra, but it's a good reminder from my therapist that is really helpful to me. Not everything that we comes through our head is true. We tell ourselves fake stuff all the time, right? And we, it's, it's how we choose to believe which things that affect our mood because thoughts become things, right? So it's like if you are sitting there telling yourself nothing fits, nothing looks good, I'm going to be late, this is awful, this is awful, then it just snowballs. You have to just say, okay, stop. And then the only practical tip I have is to wear, uh, for me, I like to wear black when I'm in this mood. And I like to wear something with a little give, like that's stretchy, but not necessarily baggy. For me, that doesn't always make me feel better, but something like a black stretchy dress or whatever, that's always going to fit with no like zips or buttons or whatever. And just say, this is not like my body didn't change overnight. This is just my brain having a meltdown and really label it. My therapist always encourages me to label things so that then it's outside of you. You say to yourself, I'm having the panic. That's with a capital capital T, capital P, the panic, okay? And then hopefully you can just say, this is probably not going to be my, my best night. And a couple of you were like, don't go, don't go out. And, and you know, sometimes I would say, yeah, I'm just going to skip it, but it was my friend's birthday. Um, and I knew I was just PMSing and just got back from travel and um I just put something on and I went. Now, I I also think this is separate but connected thought and I was musing on it. 
bodies change, right? And it's so funny because on Saturday morning, I had put up an Instagram story saying, I got to tell you guys something. If if your clothes don't fit anymore, get rid of them. Donate them. Give them to a friend. Just stop torturing yourself with them because it's not only about weight gain, but it's just like your body changes. Like the shape of my body has changed so much in my 20s, partially because working out, partially because you're just not done growing. And when you get older, your weight sits in different places and you need you need new stuff. So I also think this is separate. This is not to say you have to buy a new wardrobe every time you have the panic. But I do think that every couple of years, you kind of got to take stock of your closet and be like, are these clothes serving me anymore? Do I just need a little bit of an update? Do I need maybe, you know, my style change, my body's change. I'm in a new place in my life. I have a new aesthetic and just do a little refresh and an update. That's kind of how I tend to shop is instead of just constantly shopping, I'll go through a big blitz of shopping and and kind of update things. And I'm definitely in one of those things now. I think it's because, you know, I started lifting and and again, I'm just I'm almost 32. My just body is different now and and weight sits differently. So I I'm going to be shopping a little bit um to just update. You know, sometimes if you have a couple of the panics in a row, it means that you're due for a little bit of an overhaul uh and just, you know, get get a few new things. And I when I was in Paris, you know, it was on a, on these trips. Sometimes it really does make you think about your body a lot because, you know, you're borrowing clothes and sometimes they don't fit. And, and I had brought a bunch of stuff and old stuff that I hadn't worn in a while. And, and it just like wasn't sitting right on me. And then I put on this new set that I have that's my size. And it's crazy. Like it's crazy when you just buy clothes that are your size. And I'll, I'll be honest, in my young 20s, I would not buy clothes like one size up because I was like, that's admitting that I've gained weight or whatever. Like the things that we do to torture ourselves are fucking endless. Like I, I really used to do that. I'd be like, well, like if, if it doesn't fit, if this size doesn't fit, I'm not going to buy it. How mean is that? How fucking mean is that to yourself? So if you're doing that, please stop. Because again, the clothes are meant to fit our bodies. Okay. They are literally there to serve us. They are pieces of cloth to make us look and feel good. Okay. Um, really interesting series of events this weekend from the Saturday morning, don't, don't keep clothes that don't fit you, to the panic on Saturday night, to then on Sunday. If you've been following me for a while, you know that I can be self-deprecating. And I say, oh, I look like an egg. I look like a potato. I look, you know, maybe I say even I look horrific today or whatever, you know. Um, but I got this DM and uh, it's really interesting. It's really interesting. And, and I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. Okay. So she said, I'm conflicted and genuinely curious on your take on this. I know a few days ago, someone, probably a troll, asked you about weight gain. And I 100% agree and resonate with your response that weight isn't your worth and happier, not being restrictive, etc. I've gone through this myself where I wouldn't even date because I didn't like my weight. Anyways, it sometimes feels like you contradict yourself and you truly do care about your looks when you call yourself a potato or say you're not showing your face right now because you look puffy or bad. I vividly remember saying this the morning you were leaving Paris. I get that no matter how confident we are, we still have days when that's not the case. And maybe that joking about these things, i.e. the potato, is your way of covering up your insecurities or relating to your audience. 
I can't even imagine being a public figure like you for this reason. And I'm in awe and impressed by your constant vulnerability and caring for your followers the way you do. So I do not mean any shade by bringing this up. But it feels ick to call you to hear you you call yourself a potato implying that you don't think you look skinny there when I see you all I think is you look great and so my mind goes to well if Tinks is a potato I must be a giant watermelon sure comparison is a thief of joy but you're comparing yourself to a potato so where does this leave us thanks for listening to my Sunday thoughts and I really appreciate this and I think it's nuanced and I want to I really want to dig into this and the first thing I'll say is that I'm not perfect and I, I don't have this stuff all figured out. And I don't, the only thing that I think constantly is that I try to be the influencer that I needed. So that's the first thing. I, I really try to be, you know, the, the influencer that I needed, someone who wasn't biased a long shot, like the prettiest or, or the fittest or whatever, but she was just comfortable with herself. And she always chose fun over like, body perfection because that's what I genuinely needed that's what works for me and that's what I would love to see more of is is girls being like oh fuck it like I'm gonna get the fries and the salad or like yeah I'm gonna go out even though I might look bad tomorrow whatever that's just what I needed so I try to be that um but I get it and it does contradict so much of what I tell you guys because I say don't especially with negative self-talk I really try to stay on you guys about not doing that um and it's it's totally a defense it's totally a defense mechanism and i will be completely dick on the table here guys i sometimes i say that stuff because i think then uh the trolls will go easier on me because i think if i say if i call out you know how bad i look maybe that just that once they won't they won't say it back and it doesn't even work you know sometimes they'll say yeah you're right you do look like a potato or whatever but but I think that if I say you know I look puffy or bad or whatever they might just just that one time like lay off or they see that I feel already bad about myself so they don't need to you know they don't need to say it to me also and I I try very hard not to let it get to me but you know, it comes in waves and I'm just kind of in a bad wave right now. They probably smell blood. I hope they're not listening to this. Um, but it's tough. It's tough. Like you think you're, you're really set on all your body stuff and then you get internet famous and you have to look at your face a million times a day and go to events where your pictures are taken and people judge you on those pictures and you have people writing things from an anonymous account that you you wouldn't believe you wouldn't believe like sometimes I share with you guys because I just need some relief you know when I shared like the thing that person said about my hair like oh your brown hair isn't doing you any favors like and and you guys were all so nice about it you were like I can't believe someone would say that that's so mean guys that is like a compliment compared to some of the stuff that I get so it is it is a tactic but not in the way that I think this this follower thought um, but it's not right. And I, and I get that. I, I really get that. And I will try to limit it. But I also think like, even though I say, you know, I look puffy sometimes or I look like a potato, I, here's the difference between me now and me at 24. I know that looking puffy, it doesn't change my worth. Like I'm more just calling it out because I'm like, oh, it's a puffy day. Like, 
I'm never going to stop acknowledging how I look. I'm a I'm a human being. I'm a person. And I'm and I'm and I do deal with things with humor. Like I think that's funny. Like I don't think that that is necessarily that necessarily that harmful when I say I look like a potato or whatever. Um but I hear you. I take your point. I don't I don't know what the right balance is. I don't know what the right balance is to strike, but I know this. When I wake up and I look horrific, I don't think that I'm less worthy of love of my job, of my friends, of my place in the world. And when I was younger, I did. I, I specifically thought I'm less good because I don't look as nice today. And that's the issue. I think that's the root of the issue. Like we're always going to have opinions on our appearance and our, and you know, on judgments on how we look. But the difference is I know it doesn't, it doesn't change the inside. And it's just my avatar. <laughs> it's not me. You know, it's just my avatar. It's just how my avatar is looking today. Your soul and who you are and how you make people feel. That's the measure of your life and who you are. And I and I know that and I live that now. So it's almost like when I say, oh, I look like a potato. I'm like, I don't care. It's just my avatar. It's just my sim. My sim is puffy today. Uh, but I But I hear you loud and clear. And I appreciate you. I won't say your name because I don't know if you want me to um, say it, but uh, I appreciate you taking the time to to unearth that nuance. And I and I and I do still feel strongly about no negative self talk. Um, but we're we're all learning together, uh, guys. I have a full week in the studio. I'm excited. I will see you back again on Wednesday, eight a.m. I'm so excited to be live again. I hope you all have an absolutely wonderful stunning amazing week uh and remember my mantra for the day is remember that you are a meat covered skeleton on a rock that's hurtling through space okay it's just our avatar it's just our sim we like to have nice avatars and sims but at the end of the day it's what's inside that counts cheesy but true i love you guys i'll see you on wednesday bye 